1: 50 years ago today. Yeah, that's uh, a, a big day in my life. Um, 50 years ago today, four kids were shot and killed by National Guard uh, at uh, Kent State University, May 4th, 1970. It included um, one girl from. Uh, Wilkinsburg, um, uh, Churchill, I'm sorry, Churchill, Allison Krause, she was killed. And um, I, d- I was not a student at Kent State at the time, but I remember exactly where I was 50 years ago, not exactly at this minute, but 50 years ago, I don't know, t- uh, today at noon, I had just come back. And the reason I'm telling you this story is because it tells you what a big deal the shooting was at the t- and what, it, what how it changed the way people – uh, thought about Kent State University. I had uh, left in De- in January to go to Miami with a couple of buddies of mine, just to do you know on an adventure, I guess you could call it. We were 21 years old, had just gotten um, low high draft lottery numbers, and uh, we knew we weren't going to be drafted, so we we headed to Miami to see what we could uh, see what we could find. And I stayed there exactly three months, from February first till May first. And I remember uh, a few days before I left, I had a job down there, and a guy, a kid my age, probably nineteen or twenty years old, a kid um, said to me, "Well, what are you going to do when you go back? Uh, when you get back to Pittsburgh?" I said, "Well, I'm, I'm going to go to back to school." He said, yeah, where are you going to go?" I said, "Kent State University." He said, "What? Never heard of it? Never heard of Kent State University?" Now this is May. F- that's probably this is probably um, you know uh, April thirtieth. It might have been actually May 1st, the day I left. So uh, I come home to Pittsburgh, and on May 4th, I was sitting out in my backyard getting some sun because I wanted to keep up my tan that I had gotten from going to Miami, and it came on the radio that four kids had been shot there. Now, I had planned to go there, to go to Kent State and go up there and apply and do all the things you have to do. I had gone to Point Park prior to that, and I was going to transfer to Kent State. Um, and I, when I heard about the shooting, obviously it was a big deal to me, and um, it it shocked me and it shocked everybody. But here's the thing: I I did go, I did end up going there in September. And so, I, although I did not have the experience of being there for the shootings, I talked to a lot of people who did, including my roommate, a kid named Jim Cassidy from Cleveland. And he told me the story of uh, what happened on May the 4th. He was uh, a member of the SAE fraternity, Sigma Alpha Epsilon. And he was at the fraternity house uh, with a girl named Sandy Schuler, And she was planning a trip somewhere south. And she had a map spread out on the floor and they were both on their knees looking you know looking at a map the way you used to have to do before anybody heard of navigation when people used to have to unfold those maps and look at them they were uh, she was pl- plotting out a trip to go somewhere that was on you know uh, sometime in the morning of uh, May 4th and uh, she folded up the map put it under her arm and headed out to class from the fraternity house which was only a block off of campus and as she was walking to class, 600 yards away from where the National Guard opened fire, she took a bullet in her neck and was killed instantly, dead, Sandy Shuler. That was just the one story. The other, as I said, Alison Krauss from Churchill. And so three days earlier, my roommate, not my roommate, my friend down in Miami, the guy I worked with, He said uh, he had never heard of Kent State. Uh, As of that moment, everybody in the world had heard of Kent State, in the civilized world, anyway. And uh, everybody now, when you hear the even now when they hear the name Kent State, they think of those shootings, even though it's 50 years ago today. So I wanted to just uh, run that by you. That uh, that I, I have a little bit of a personal connection. My other roommate. Uh, I, I ended up moving into a house with him seven blocks off of campus, off the Kent State campus on the other side of town. And uh, it was an old house. It had a porch. And he told me that when, prior to the shootings that they were sitting out on their porch. It was a nice spring night. They were sitting out on the porch drinking a beer and in, in, on campus and through town, armored vehicles. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a war zone. And a helicopter flew over, and um, they shined a spotlight down and yelled to people uh, to get in their homes, get in your houses. Kind of reminds you of what's going on right now, but uh, this was uh, a war zone. They had burned down the ROTC building. So four kids shot, Sandy Shuler on her way to class. You know, some people think that the kids were – Taunting the National Guard, maybe they were, and and, and uh, you know, were not not that they deserved to be shot, but that they they created some of the problem. Not this girl doing nothing, getting ready to take a nice trip somewhere, walking to class, dead, shot with a gun. So I just thought I'd tell you that story, and and the idea that Kent State now has become amazingly well known for all the wrong reasons. When I come back, we're going to talk about Jefferson County where there are only six people now who have the coronavirus. And I want to talk to a guy up there who works in radio news about how people are handling all of this that's going on because of six people having the disease. We'll do that when we come back.
2: Stick around. Eric is here. Like you, I'm confined to my home, spending time with my family, and one thing we enjoy right now is watching uplifting movies that affirm our faith. But what's there to watch? Well, I have the answer. Introducing Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, a documentary that explores convincing evidence that the biblical account of the Exodus is true. Investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney journeyed to Egypt, Israel, and throughout the world to search for answers to one very important question. Did the stories like Exodus, as written in the Bible, really happen? And the results of his investigation are monumental. Right now, you can watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus at home. Go to com. That's com. And immediately following the movie, a panel moderated by Gretchen Carlson and featuring Dennis Prager and Graham Lotz and me, yours truly, will provide further insight and commentary on the film. Watch Patterns of Evidence, The Exodus, and others in the series. Go to PatternsofEvidence.com. That's Patterns of Evidence.
3: The coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of chaos lately, but something good that's come from it all is that Americans are waking up to the fact that we make too many things overseas and are reliant on China and other nations for the products that we need most. Enough is enough. Authentically American is a veteran owned patriotic made in USA apparel company. They produce the highest quality apparel you can find. And it's all American made while other companies are waiting for their supplies to come in from Asia. Authentically American is still going strong, putting our neighbors to work every day. They also give 10% of every purchase to charities that support our veterans and their families. Use code Pittsburgh to get 10% off your entire purchase. Don't spend one more dime on products made overseas. If every American spent an extra $3.33 on U.S.-made goods, it would create almost 10,000 new jobs in this country. Shop at authenticallyamerican.us and use promo code SALEMPITTSBURG to take 10% off your entire purchase. That's promo code Salem Pittsburgh. Where is yours made?
1: Well, we're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. This is John Stoggerwald with some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit Pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Pittsburgh.com. That's Pittsburgh.com.
4: Have you seen what's happening in the stock market recently? Down 4.4%, 2.9%, 7.8%. Hi, this is Beth Andrews, founder of Net Worth Financial Advisors. The Dow has had some rough days recently. And if you think those numbers don't mean anything to you, think again. Can you afford to lose 7% of your retirement nest egg in a single day at this stage of your life? If you want to make sure your retirement portfolio aligns with your current risk tolerance, give us a call at 800-426-1428. Even if you already have a retirement plan, make sure you're properly diversified during these turbulent times. Give me, Beth Andrews, and my team at Networth Financial Advisors a call today, and we'd be happy to look over your situation. Now is the time to make sure more bad days in the market don't hurt your retirement plans. 800-426-1428.
5: That's 800-426-1428. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
0: You're listening to The John Walt Show on AM 1250. The answer...
1: Well, I've been keeping my eye on two counties in Pennsylvania since the the statewide shutdown began. Warren County and Jefferson County up north. Warren is as far north as you can get. Warren still has one case of the coronavirus. Not one death. One person who tested positive. Jefferson County has tripled the number of cases in the last three weeks. They're up to six. Six people uh, who have the disease. Not dead. Six people have the disease. And the people are in a lockdown, just like Allegheny County, And I've been curious about how the people um, in that situation have maintained their patience with this insanity. Joe Kilmer is the news director at WPXZ Radio in Punxsutawney, which is right in the middle, right in the heart of Jefferson County. He joins us now. Joe, thanks for being here.
6: Hey, John. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate this. This is great.
1: All right. So there are 43,641 people in Jefferson County. Uh, forty three thousand six hundred and thirty five of them don't have the coronavirus, so I know it's are an they amazing all, number. If you really think about it, yeah, are those forty six thousand six hundred and thirty five people under the same restrictions as of today that worry we are down here in Allegheny County?
6: Well, yeah, you know we you know we don't go to the yellow light, you know, uh, until Friday. Right. Well, I call it it's right. the traffic light. It, it's red, green, right. eventually, but we're you know going to hit the yellow on Friday. And there's right. not that much of a diff- difference between it, because, you know, we're going to open up more retail stores and that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of people upset, you know, obviously. And and they, uh, you know, surprisingly haven't taken arms and, you know, had a protest yet. But, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are really upset about it, and they're, you know, expressing their anger in various ways, but yet they're complying with it. I mean, people are wearing... <laughs> you know wearing masks you know for the most part
1: uh so there's um, you know the, as far as you know are any of the six who have it hospitalized
6: well you know that's kind of interesting I, I like the fact that you point that out you know that there's you know the six people and we just had like a couple new cases my daughter she's like 14 you know and she uh-huh. asked me you know she said well hey dad you know i you know how many people do we have now? She and I live in uh, Clearfield County, which is just adjacent to you know Jefferson, and there's 21 people with no deaths. You know, in uh, the population yeah. of like 79,000 plus out of that uh, out of the county that we live in. And she she asked, you know, well, well, how many people, you know, uh, you know, got better? You know, and I said, well, we don't have the data on that. You know, we they don't <laughs> they don't publish the recovery mm-hmm. rates. You know, it's yeah. just it, it's just the total, and the total constantly grows. However, a lot of the people obviously recovered because they're you know, like you said. There's no deaths, uh, thankfully, in our area. You know, now right. uh, down your your way, it's more densely populated, and you know, you, you have a lot more cases than like the southeast part of you know, like Philadelphia County, Dolphin County. I mean, you know, they they have you know, it's densely populated so i mean obviously that's gonna you know be like into the backwash into jersey like new york city you know they're densely populated and backwash into jersey so that's why you know they're you know obviously you know uh, more cases but you know we're in the sticks here you know we you know we don't really have that many but it is kind of bizarre that you know we <laughs> we do have this compliance and, uh, you know, so far, everybody, for the most part, ha- you know, have been you know, complying with it. You know, the thing that was kind of interesting is, you know, when they shut the schools down, it was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, the next day they said, all right, well, now the bars and clubs are going to be shut down. More people were saddened by the bars and clubs being shut down. And then <laughs> when they said the state-run liquor stores are going to be shut down,
7: you know, oh, yeah. good
6: God, man! I mean, Ohio saw a flood of people. The governor over there <laughs> had to issue a, a statement to the uh, you know the, the, the people in Ohio saying if they're coming from Pennsylvania. You know, don't don't sell them the booze. All <laughs> right. You know, so they opened up uh, the state stores for the online and for the phone calls and that kind of stuff. So that kind of like appeased some
1: people. Yeah. So but, so know, everybody yellow, like, up there wearing a mask in the supermarket, like here.
6: Oh, I, absolutely. Except for, <laughs> oddly enough, uh, there's a couple places I don't want to see. You know, convenience stores. And uh, very early morning hours, like 4 o'clock in the morning whenever I go into work, you know, um, there's really nobody wearing a mask at that time period, you know. (laughs) And nobody's ratting on anyone for it, you know. But, you know, there there, there, there is that. But pretty much so, yes. In fact, the Walmart in, uh, well, like the town that, you know, my daughter and I live in is uh, Dubois. And mm-hmm. the Walmart, uh, you know, they actually have, like, people out front flagging everybody going in. Now, the Punxsutawney Walmart, not so much.
1: <laughs> well, we're talking to Joe Kilmer. He's the news director at WPXE Radio in Punxsutawney. That is in uh, Jefferson County, where I have been fascinated by the number of uh, people who have the virus there. And, and, and as we said, uh, no deaths, but six people have the virus now this is uh i remember when it was i think i saw it first when it was either two or four and warren county has been on one for the entire time this lockdown has been on it has not changed unless it changed today i don't think it has changed um john you're absolutely look, right one person you i mean you're, you're are are people right. afraid or, 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 i mean well, I, I would be I would be, aren't they asking, like, what do you mean I got to do this stuff? There's six people. We got, we got, how big, the county's pretty big, too. I mean, uh, size wise, it's, a, you know, it's got 46,000, 43,000 people, which is a good size, uh, a good number of people when you consider that only six of them have the disease. So are, are people, well, yeah, I mean, is there anybody, like, afraid?
6: We, you know, obviously the Amish around here aren't because, you know, we have yeah. a, we have a <laughs> bunch of them, you know. And and sometimes, of course, I have to, you know, pass them as they're, you know, riding their, you know, one horsepower, you know, uh, twice. Right. And, and yeah, I saw them in uh, uh,
1: sheets today.
6: And they don't wear masks. You know, and Walmart and other places I have seen the Amish, they don't have to wear masks,
1: apparently. Wait a minute. The so- Amish aren't wearing masks? <laughs> no. Not even the uh, Spanish flu pandemic
6: style. I mean, you'd think if they're a throwback on. like that. Uh-huh how, they who, how like do they justify
1: Danish
6: that <laughs> I, I don't talk to them see i, I that's the, the, I, I should probably get the cojones and actually talk to the Amish and say, "Why don't you have to wear a mask but mm, I, I don't really care you know, you know I have that's... a lot of apathy you know uh, so that 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 yeah. would fall into that you know category but they, 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 they well, I haven't seen an Amish person wearing a mask, and again, up here in the sticks, we have a lot of Amish, and I yeah, have to yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> I've yet to see the Amish. And I don't know what their numbers are like. I mean, you know, uh, like I said, Jefferson County, six people. I don't think any of them are Amish. And that's just a guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the odds died, are pretty good you you're going to be right with that guess. <laughs> six yeah. out of 43,000.
6: You know, and like um, I said, Warren County, I mean, one. Ooh, you know, wow. You know, so that I think is why, you know, like, what is it, like uh, 24 <laughs> counties, they're going to go with the yellow light phase. So does that mean yeah. you know? And, and some people have been talking around here. It's like, well, does that mean that they're all going to come up here for the wonderful retail shopping that we,
1: you know, we're going to have? No, but but, go- but what yellow yellow is still not going to make any sense when you say that there are six people that have the disease. Yellow is <laughs> if I mean, imagine if they would have started with yellow. It's still if people would still be saying, what are you talking about? There's six people. <laughs> what,
6: what? Why are you? Why? Well, how about this? You still can't get uh, a haircut under the yellow face. And, you know, if you're the yeah. you know the Heinz Ford manicure type, you know, that's going to get the, the fingernails, you can't do that, and you can't get a massage. And obviously uh, clubs, bars, and strip clubs, they're out of the question. Yet.
1: Oh, man. So how about future activities? Like, has uh, the 4th of July celebration already been canceled and stuff like that?
6: Well, see, no, they haven't gone that far yet. You know, I mean, everything is kind of, wait and see it, 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 i i've never been in the military but friends and family who have they said well it's a lot of like hurry up and wait you know so it, it's it's one of those things where it's like well uh, you know it's let's do this but let's wait you know so i, I they're mm-hmm. not really you know jumping to any sort of like decisions
7: on things like that you know i mean
6: so far i mean you know punch of course you know uh, that's the uh that's the Phil thing, the Groundhog, <laughs> you know, and yeah. they haven't canceled that, and that's next year. And I know that a lot of things have already been canceled and postponed until next year, but you know, they haven't, you know, done anything like canceling <laughs> canceling the Groundhog yeah. Festival, which is in February next year. But uh, yeah, <laughs> as far as I understand, uh, fireworks and things like that, they they haven't really uh, said anything
1: because uh, those uh, things and, have and been canceled down here already. You know, so you canceled the
6: fireworks. Now, parades and everything else, that's, that, that, that's all canceled. You know, there's, right. There's nothing like that going on. Concerts, you know. And I know a lot of people yeah. are jonesing for sports, you know, and, right. oh, my God, I'm a, die, I'm a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I hope by the fall there, there can be, mm-hmm. you know,
1: I mean. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not putting any money on uh, them playing games in front of fans. You know, they, they have a game scheduled for August 6th in Canton, and uh, that's only three months from now, and they have a. Uh, that, they ought, they have to open camp like July 24th. So, you're talking about two and a half months, and uh, opening camp with uh, eight, 80 players in camp and uh, all living together. I, 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 mean, I think it's ridiculous, but I th- I have a I have my doubts. We're talking to Joe Kilmer. He's the news director at W P X Z radio in Punxsutawney. Uh and that's in Jefferson County where they have uh, six people now that have the uh, coronavirus and they're really going to be excited about being moved from red to yellow on Friday and <laughs> but they still can't get a haircut because of six people. Now uh I I got to ask you Bill. Uh Joe, I'm sorry. Uh I got to uh, ask no, you what what does um uh I mean do you get is there a breaking point do you think I mean, at some point does do large numbers of people start showing up with uh, pitchforks and and torches well, at somebody's house somewhere? It.
6: It, it, it's, it's like so far, you know, it weirdly hasn't happened. I know you had, you know, the protests in Pittsburgh, and obviously, you know, we saw the ones yeah. in Harrisburg and Philly. And, you know, uh, you know I, obviously, you know, you have to empathize with everybody who is willing to go out and do that. And then you have to empathize with the people who are just totally frightened, you know, to, to do anything. But, I mean, okay, there's Dr. Kapp. You know, now he's the one who was talking about the idea that, you know, if you you isolate the ones who are at risk, the people who are at risk, and then maybe the rest of us can actually do this. You know the 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 herd. You know think I'm just going with yeah. what that you know uh, medical uh, the person says. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. You know, uh, so maybe that's it. But you know, we we are getting kind of like you know jonesing uh, for the idea of like you know something. But even whenever we do go back, obviously the mitigation does include wearing masks. And friends of mine right. who work in like the, the retail thing. You know, it's like, you know, they're actually taking a lot of uh, verbal abuse, you know, from uh, the people who are going right. into these places, and they are frustrated, John. They, honest to God, John, they, there's a lot of people that are just, ooh, ticked off. Well, I hope they know? get more so frustrated.
1: They, I, I have I have less than a minute left, and I'm up against a hard oh, break. Okay, you're a radio right. guy, so I got about 45 seconds. Uh, who <laughs> okay. are the people John, blaming for this? You're doing a this? great job. But, Who are the people blaming for this? The governor or the president? Trump got seventy-eight percent of the vote up there in twenty sixteen.
6: Well, you know, honestly, I I I can't go dichotomous on that. I I think that people are just kind of like kicked off at uh, politicians in general. But around here, a lot of people blame uh, Wolf for a lot of stuff. I mean, that's just really the vibe of a lot of people in this zone, and that's really how it goes
1: in this area. Joe, I'm out of time. Uh, Enjoy the yellow. Uh, coming up on Friday. It should be great. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thanks. We'll be right back.
5: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Treasury Department says it will need to borrow a record $2.99 trillion during the current April-June quarter to cover the cost of various rescue efforts dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. Carnival Cruise Line says it plans to gradually resume cruising in North America in August, nearly five months after it halted operations due to the coronavirus. Sailings will begin on August 1st with eight ships setting off from Galveston, Texas, Miami, and Port Canaveral, Florida. Pro Football Hall of Fame coach Don Shula has died at his home in South Florida. The Miami Dolphins say Shula died today at age 90 stock's notched modest gains today as another solid showing by big technology companies helped the market overcome a weak start. The Dow gained 26 points. The Nasdaq was up 105. The S&P gained a dozen. This is SRN News.
4: Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company and other factors. Not available in all states.
0: Most of us didn't see this coming. In fact, we've been stunned as we watch it unfold. America's young people have become so indoctrinated that more than half of them now think socialism is a good idea. How did this happen? We weren't paying attention. All the nation's schools taught this confounding ideology to our kids. Now those kids are adults. Now they want to fundamentally change the way America works. This radio station exists to educate and to return this country to the way it was founded. We have a country to save. Keep listening to find out how. AM 1250, the answer. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. All of our cleaning and disinfection services use hospital-grade, EPA-registered products. Contact us to provide peace of mind for your employees.
6: Demand the yellow van.
0: Service master. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employers need as your business reopens. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master Greater Pittsburgh and schedule a consultation today.
4: If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Genesis 950 with water breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can even be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950. Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's a disinfectant that kills viruses. It can be used on surfaces and floors by mixing one-third Genesis 950 with two-thirds water. Apply to surface and clean with fresh water. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, grease stains, wheels, tires, decreasing engines, and upholstery. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. genesis this is 950.com. Code Salem.
0: AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. in Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
4: Watch out for fire activity in West Mifflin. Ruben Drive at Sunset Drive. Construction on the eastbound turnpike in the right lane between the exit for Newcastle and the one for Cranberry. Westbound side, left lane construction between Cranberry and Beaver Valley. Penn Avenue outbound Wilkinsburg and got that shut down for the ongoing construction between Penwood Avenue and Sawyer Way. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM
0: 1250, the answer weather.
2: Clear to partly cloudy for
0: tonight, low 36. For tomorrow, mostly cloudy, high 55. Tuesday night, occasional rain and drizzle, low 38. Wednesday, periods of rain, high 50. Thursday, sunshine and some clouds, breezy, high 59. And for Friday, cloudy with some showers, breezy. Cooler, the high 50. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John stecker Wall Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer.
1: Well, have you seen The Last Dance? If not, uh, you might have been the last person in America not to see it. If not for me, I haven't seen it yet, but it's uh, getting great ratings on ESPN. It's the 10-part uh, documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls' dynasty. Jay Mariotti has seen it. He covered Jordan and the Bulls as a columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times. He has a piece uh, about it on, on the on the last dance uh, up at Barrett Sports Media. You can check it out at barrettsportsmedia.com. Jay joins us now. Jay, I'm coming from home, and uh, that was my dog barking, so uh, it may happen again. Thanks for being here.
7: I'm impressed, John. You haven't watched it. I'm, I think you're healthier for it. I mean, it's been a good ride, but... We have to obsess on something from twenty something years ago. So I'm impressed you haven't seen it. I think you well, you, I, you know what? Watch, so you'll like it. You'll like it.
1: Yeah. You know what? I I would probably appreciate the um, the TV production part of it being a TV guy um, more than I would the story. Uh, the story just. I mean, I just I, I don't know. Huh? It's ten parts. I I just I don't. There are not too many things that I would. Devote that much time to? I can't think of anything I want to at this point in my life that I want to.
7: Well, they got lucky to be. They got lucky to be in the middle of a pandemic, and that's why the numbers are so big. And ESPN, which is bleeding right now with no live sports, got lucky as well. Yes, some of it's rehash. I lived through it, so to me, some of it's rehash. And as I wrote today, I am certainly aware that Michael had control over everything editorially in this process. I mean, let's not kid ourselves, mm-hmm. last night they finally got into his gambling issues and it went All by right. in about four or five minutes and they didn't, re- I, let's just put it this way, they short shrifted it, why was that? Because Jordan and his people literally are the executive producers of this. You may have seen Ken Burns last week come out and say, this is a uh-huh. sham, I would never allow any subject to have editorial control okay i don't think anybody is trying to claim this is journalism i if you asked me is this an oscar winning picture i would say it is not because unlike the oj simpson documentary oj simpson was not the executive producer of that you had (laughs) ezra edelman who was worthy of an oscar this is not worthy of an oscar but it's as i said a great entertaining ride especially for younger people john who one who dismissed Michael as something, you know, a myth out of the past. And LeBron mm-hmm. James is the greatest of all time. Anybody who watches the obstacles Jordan had to deal with, I think would agree and understand now that, that Jordan, who never lost in a finals, uh, is, is supreme in any discussion about LeBron James.
1: Right. Now, uh, my first question was going to be, um, you know, how, how many people, and you kind of covered that, but how many people are aware, do you think, that Jordan produced this, and how many people care? I mean, the fans don't care, but anybody in the media actually care, besides you and Ken Burns, and I don't know, maybe me.
7: That's a that's a good point. I, I think the people I've spoken to just love to see the visuals, and as a uh-huh. TV guy, you would appreciate this footage. It's been sitting around for twenty-two years, and of course, Jordan claimed it early on and said, "You're not going to release this until I uh, give you permission." Yeah, it's wonderful stuff, and you got to see a a rock show behind the scenes. It would be like the Rolling Stones opening up something from 22 years ago, and you get to see them meshing together, and uh, they do show the warts, John. This is not simply a Jordan Puff piece. There are times throughout this where I'm a little surprised they went there. But I think Jordan's also a smart enough guy to know he would be skewered if he didn't at least, at least address gambling here and there and some of the other issues. All in all, I got to know him pretty well, all considering, and I would argue in the 90s he was the biggest celebrity on the planet, bigger than Michael Jackson, Madonna, Bill Clinton, anybody you want to throw in there. I would say mm-hmm. that he remained fairly down-to-earth, And I think you're seeing parts of that here where his competitive drive is off the charts, maybe a little lunatic. But at the same time, some people would admire that as the reason he was able to overcome that celebrity and all the pressures within to win six championships. Yeah, he was a tyrant, and you see that. He punches Steve Kerr in practice. Uh, That said, uh, some people would say that that's how they view the ultimate athlete, whereas in this day and age, a coach like Bob Knight would not be allowed on a court, and some of the characters of the past would be viewed as too hard-crusted and, and bully-like. He was clearly a bully, but he got what he wanted in the end.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that they they, they finally got around to the gambling issue last night. You wrote about that in your piece today, um, and uh, and... So what did they what did they leave out? Uh, they they went through it pretty quickly to make just so that they could say they covered that issue. But as far as you're concerned, you wrote about it. What what did they leave out?
7: Well, the types of characters he was gambling with. It it yeah they mentioned that he gambled with Richard Esquinas, but Richard Skinas happened to be the general manager of the san diego sports arena that was a at one point an nba arena if i'm the commissioner of the nba i'm saying wait a minute one of michael's golf gambling buddies is richard esquinas who by the way wrote a book about his gambling addiction it was called michael and me and i remember at the time nba people just laughing at it well this guy was connected to the nba And I think the commissioner should have taken it more seriously at the time. John, 1993 was an absolute blur for Michael Jordan. Not only did the gambling stuff come out, but in the middle of the NBA so-called investigation, his father was murdered. And it doesn't take much to wonder, if you couldn't honestly connect the dots, whether one was connected to the other. My God, his father murdered out of nowhere as the NBA is investigating his son for gambling. That is the great unknown. And I I would think, John, and Ken Burns would probably agree that if this is going to be a definitive uh, Michael Jordan documentary and if other athletes of his stature, Pete Rose, Lance Armstrong, so on, have had their scandals covered inside and out, then I wonder why people haven't done the same with Jordan. That's all. I, I, nobody is perfect. There was no halo here. But I felt that they did not get involved enough with the slimy sort of characters he would gamble with. If I were the NBA commissioner, I would have been alarmed.
1: I've always thought that, uh, and I'm not, I am know I'm not the only person that thought his father being murdered, murdered seemed a little fishy. It's a lot fishy, isn't it?
7: Well, Fishy until we go investigate it, and there's no connection. Unless, of course, it was a, a great cover-up. Now, we'll never know. I, mm-hmm. I can tell you in Chicago, every investigative reporter in town looked into it. But when you have the MBA saying there's nothing there, and you have all of these major corporations that are wrapped around Jordan, uh, Nike, Gatorade, just go down the list saying, ah, this is nothing. There's a lot of corporate pressure uh, to just close shop and say there was nothing here. Uh, John, I wish the documentary would have interviewed the two men convicted of the murder. They were young at the time. Now they're in their 40s. They are still in prison. If Jason Ayer, the director, wants to break new ground, why not go interview those two? I would have loved to have seen that. We're not. They're not going to go there I, because Michael Jordan sure. doesn't want them to go there. And that, that's what people have to understand. You're right. Maybe people don't even want that. They just want to be entertained during a pandemic but I don't know. I know a lot of people out there who want to know the, the the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So I guess it's to each his own. <laughs> yeah.
1: We're talking to Jerry, Jay Mariotti, uh, who has a great piece up at BarrettSportsMedia.com on, uh, I guess so I would call it, a review of The Last Dance. And also uh, it comes from a guy, uh, Jay, who uh, was a columnist at the uh, Chicago Sun-Times during the, the Bulls dynasty, and he was up close and personal with uh, with the team. Um, and where else can people find you now, Jay? I know you're doing the uh, the, the uh, podcast, Unmuted. Where yeah, else I can do we find podcast, you? I do a podcast
7: like a million and a half other people on Earth. <laughs> it's called Unmuted. Yeah, right. And uh, I've been writing a little for Barrett, base, uh, Barrett Sports Media. It's an industry site. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily, you know, hey, is ben, Big Ben going to, to come back strong this year? It's more uh, right. for people in the Media. industry. And, and certainly yeah. during the pandemic, we have had any number of – uh, issues come up, not only the Michael Jordan story, John, but you know, is sports pushing too hard to come back? Do sports leagues care enough about athletes and whether they're going to be healthy? I've been writing pieces such as that because honestly I think there's such a hard push now because of the billions lost by sports leagues mm-hmm. and TV networks, got to come back, got to come back. Is anybody thinking at all about the athletes and whether they're going to be safe and their families are going to be safe? There's so much out there right now that really has zip to do with games. And uh, if you care about sports beyond sports, it's a good time to weigh in on these topics.
1: Yeah, now, uh, uh, and I want to get back to um, um, Jordan and his and this uh, the greatest of all time debate, which you know, uh, I guess my question would be: Is is this the de- this public debate between uh, between Jordan and um, and LeBron James? Is that a, an NBA thing? Because I mean, you don't hear Tom Brady and Joe Montana, you know, going off on each other, de- 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 uh, declaring one or the other the greatest. Is this a is this a a, a unique thing to Jordan and and uh, James or, or the NBA or what? Yeah, I haven't heard Sidney Crosby
7: go at it with uh, Wayne Gretzky or anything either. No. You're right. It, it seems no. to be an NBA thing, but such is the charm of the NBA, the trash-talking, the personalities. That uh-huh. Some people would say that's what they love about the NBA. It's no coincidence that the day after LeBron came back from a 1-3 deficit and the Cavaliers beat the Warriors, the next day Michael Jordan approved this documentary in 2016. That's not a coincidence. I think Michael, who has been owning a nondescript franchise in Charlotte, I think he realized these younger people do not understand what I accomplished. And that's why he green-lighted this thing. And he has never engaged LeBron in this. He always takes the high road. But LeBron said just two years ago, I'm the greatest ever. (laughs) when When you're poking Jordan in the eye like that, He hasn't lost his competitive uh, killer nature. So obviously he's going to come back and go, okay, LeBron, I'm going to beat you at your own game, movie-making, and I'm going to go out and get somebody to work under me, and I'm going to present my case, why I was the greatest ever. Yeah, I firmly believe that. I don't think Jordan has lost any of that competitive drive. And In fact, I wonder sometimes, John, how he deals with owning the Charlotte Hornets who haven't done a damn thing during his long tenure as an owner. How does he deal with losing every night? I, I don't know how how he goes through with that.
1: That's got to be tough. And uh, There aren't a lot of owners out there, or I'm sorry, uh, p- uh, former players who have made great owners as far as winning, uh, you know, uh, owning a team that ends up doing a lot of winning the way they did when they were players. It doesn't seem to be a connection there. Um, you you mentioned that uh, uh, you sum up your piece by saying that Michael Jordan won again. That That was your... At the end of your piece, he and what he had, all he had to do was just call ESPN.
7: (laughs) Well, think about all these celebrities who would love to have this kind of puff piece done on them, definitively. Most celebrities Mm -hmm. in the world, most sports figures, don't have that luxury of calling somebody up and saying, I've got this footage. Now, if you do this properly and make me look good, I'll sign on the dotted line. You can go all over television on any given night and see this scandal about Whitney Houston and this scandal about this person and this about this person. Michael Jordan kind of skates away from that. So he wins again. I've never seen anything like it. His agent, David Falk, says he's Teflon. And I think when people walk away from this in a couple of weeks, they're going to say, wow, I didn't know that. Wasn't he the greatest and that's exactly the reaction he wants. So yes, he, he has won once again by simply calling up ESPN, that, that which is Disney, and they've basically made a Disney movie about Michael Jordan.
1: And and uh, summing up here, how did the how do you think the media um, is it is it over overkill? Is a little bit too much slobbering going on here over the not only over the last dance but just over Jordan, or is he worthy of all this?
7: Well, I think so, and I think a lot of people back in, I tried to remain independent, but a lot of people in the media back then are trying to write his book, and they're trying to suck up to him, Mm -hmm. and, and there was way too much of that. Now, I understand we're in a difficult time in this world, and people aren't in the mood for anything that's a downer or negative, so I get that. People want the celebration, they don't want the revelation here, I get it. I... I don't expect, John, to look at the people right now to look at, you know, they're watching it, but do they really critically look at it with a critical eye? No. I think people just want to be entertained, and they want to forget about the problems they're having. We have 30 million unemployed people in this country. I don't really think they care uh, what's going down with Michael and gambling. They just want to watch him dunk the ball. I get that. But uh, that said, these are, you know, this is still a multi-billion dollar industry, sports and sports media, and uh, you'd be, you know, these people should be judged when they put out a production of of this magnitude, and and my God, they're getting five, six million a night. These are record numbers for any documentary, so sure, it's it's worth writing about, and I'm sure that people will tune into the end. This has been a major success for ESPN at a time when they needed any sort of oxygen and they lucked out too. That, and they were also smart enough to uh, move this thing from uh, from June till now. And that might, uh, uh, you know, keep them alive for a while. And I'm not being, I'm not overstating anything there. They are dying in Bristol right now.
1: Well, hey, uh, hey Jay, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you being on. We've got to do it again. Jay Mariotti, um, and you can find the piece he wrote today. It's a good, really, really good piece. If you've been watching the, the, um, uh, the, the documentary, you need to read this piece because it'll give you another little angle on it that you might not be getting anywhere else. Jay, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. John, I appreciate it. Stay safe. Okay, you too, and we will be right back. about deductibles and co-pays dental or vision how about elective procedures marley financial has got you covered this is john steigerwald marley financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health related anything copays pays and deductibles any prescription even elective procedures marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784 884 1496 Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace, at marleyfg.com.
3: The coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of chaos lately. But something good that's come from it all is that Americans are waking up to the fact that we make too many things overseas and are reliant on China and other nations for the products that we need most. Enough is enough. Authentically American is a veteran-owned, patriotic, made-in-USA apparel company, They produce the highest quality apparel you can find, and it's all American-made. While other companies are waiting for their supplies to come in from Asia, Authentically American is still going strong, putting our neighbors to work every day. They also give 10% of every purchase to charities that support our veterans and their families. Use code Salem Pittsburgh to get 10% off your entire purchase. Don't spend one more dime on products made overseas. If every American spent an extra $3.33 on U.S.-made goods, it would create almost 10,000 new jobs in this country. Shop at authenticallyamerican.us and use promo code SalemPittsburgh to take 10% off your entire purchase. That's promo code Pittsburgh. Where is yours
1: made? You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, they're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of their amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza pillowcases, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? from crack addict to ceo you'll get free shipping and a 25 five dollar gift card just go to mypillow.com and enter promo code stag or call 800-716-8087 be sure to use promo code stag my pillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with the global coronavirus pandemic they'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country
4: migraines can attack anytime anywhere Now there's a new kind of pill you can take anytime, anywhere to treat them. Introducing Ubrelvi or Ubrojapant. Ubrelvi can provide relief from migraine pain and debilitating symptoms without worrying where you are or if it's too late. People took Ubrelvi within four hours of a migraine attack. One dose can quickly stop a migraine in its tracks within two hours, and many had pain relief in just one hour.
0: Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for migraine prevention. It is available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Few people had side effects. The most common were nausea, 2 4%, and tiredness,
5: 2 3%.
4: While normal routines have shifted, the need for migraine treatment remains the same. Contact your healthcare provider to see if Ubrelvi is right for you. Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn about support and resources at ubrelvi.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by Allergan. Warning,
0: listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer.
1: So we're hearing about states that are thinking about opening and they're going to allow people to do normal things. Uh, not, not really normal, not a lot of normal things. Uh, you know, actually, I don't know, be able to come out of your house without somebody yelling at you. But um, Gavin Newsom, <clears throat> California, said that they're going to start opening maybe as soon as Friday, but it's not going to be a big deal. You're still not going to be able to go to a restaurant and sit in a restaurant and eat and all that. But he came out with a list of, as of right now, that what people are allowed to do in California. This is just gives you an idea what where we are with this and how ridiculous it's become. Uh, here's a, it's a list is long, and uh, here are some of the things. Badminton's okay. Singles, no 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 doubles. Badminton. Throwing a baseball or a softball is okay. And then I go down the list, and it says uh, you can throw and catch an American mini football, frisbee, or frisbee golf. Not in groups. I don't know what that means and why it has to be an American mini football. Will the cops come by and measure the football you're throwing around to make sure it's a mini? Uh, it's, uh, and then here's some other things that you're allowed to do. Um, you're allowed to uh, jogging and running is okay. Meditation is okay. The governor says it's okay for you to meditate. So, you know, if you were meditating in your uh, bedroom the other day, and you were a little bit feeling guilty about it because you hadn't been given permission, you now have permission to meditate. Uh, You have uh, permission to uh, walk the dog. Walking your dog is okay, and so is washing your car. And the last thing you're allowed to do, it's on the list here, watch the sunrise or sunset. He was nice enough to let you do both the sunrise and the sunset. That's a good governor. We'll be back tomorrow. Talk to you then. Bye.
0: John Staggerwalt Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.